Welcome to day 12, the 12 days of Christmas. Um, before I get into it, there is something that I'm being directed to to uh, share. Uh, it was um, Saturday, last Saturday, and I'm not looking at the calendar, I'm sorry. I'm thinking in, in future reference to look back on the dates. So today is March 20, I'm sorry, March 28th, <laughs> March 28th. So it was almost a week ago and it was while I was in prayer and I was being shown, you know, we see it every day in terms of today's events and with people we meet. There are those who are sitting on the fence waiting to see which way that wind blows. And yet in the spirit realm, I saw a hand come down with a hand planer. Uh, for those unfamiliar with it, it's a ca carpenter's tool to trim off uh, the edges of things. And in this was the hand coming down with a plane and just scraping off all those fence sitters, which I found very interesting because here we have and while told, you know, it's the time has come that there are those who have yet to make decisions that need to choose. They're either hot or cold. There's no lukewarm. There's no being neutral. We're in a time of accountability. And to make that choice on where one stands, you know, and even, even in scripture, it re refers to us being presented with the ways of life and the ways of death with the encouragement always to choose life. And I found this interesting because um, being that it was Saturday, then come the following Monday, then it was reported on news, breaking news, that a uh, cable network had parted with one of their top reporters that had uh, that spoke the truth with many followers. And so what I saw, because of what he's shown me, was those fence sitters that chose to go call cold and making that decision not to have those who speak the truth, but rather to present news what they want us to believe, which is unfortunate, but it's all part of today's events. And so it's to touch on the relevance as we go into day 12. This is really exciting. Um, the constellation, well, with the tribe of Gad, prophecy concerning the tribe of Gad, uh, a troop will overcome him. He will be overcome at first by a troop, and then he will overcome at the last. Did I just say that backwards? He would be... The troop would overcome him at first and then will be overcome. He will overcome the troop at the last. With Gad is also prophecy, words of prophecy, as far as those who bless the tribe of Gab, Gad, <laughs> sorry, Gad. Those who bless Gad will be blessed. In that is the enlarging a portion of the lawgiver and um, in doing justice. There's a lot of good things in there. And again, I will make note of it in, in, in the book. But in the, 
the tribe of Gad is the sign of Aries. We have a ram, which has a triangle, triangle of stars in the head, and it's referring to Aries as the head, meaning the head of the sheep, head of the flock, the head of his body. Um, in explaining the star witnesses, it will all make sense as we go through all this together. Um, and the star witnesses to Aries, we have the ram, the lamb of God. But in the star witnesses, we also have Perseus, Cassiopeia, and Cetus. Now, Perseus is known to, in mythology, we've seen movies made, uh, with, representing the mythology being of Perseus, being with the wings on his feet. But in this, we have um, a man, a warrior, with a sword in one hand and a head in the other hand. Now, Jesus did well say that he didn't come to bring peace. I know that may be disturbing to some, to some, but this is also referring to the spiritual warfare. So please take note. Um, he did not come to bring peace, but to bring us a sword. And in scripture, it does refer to the sword being the double-edged sword, the spoken word of God, and his written word. In which case, Jesus was living word of God is the living word of God holding that sword. And he would have us learn how to use it and with skillfulness. With the sword, and again, spiritual warfare, because we will get on to, into this with Cetus. Um, so, in the other hand, with the sword in one hand, uh, right hand, in the left is a head. And in that are stars, which mean devil's head. Uh, some translations, other translations have also gone as far as to call it the uh, heaven sewer, and you'll see why. But in this is the devil's head. It's also been known as, been referred to as the head of Medusa, which instead of hair, her head is covered with snakes. And so this all does tie in together. But it is the devil's head. And in Cetus, what we have is the well the sea monster, also referred to in scripture as the Lephiathan. And so in that is overcoming, holding the uh, devil's head. And with Cassiopeia, she is up north um, next to Cepheus by the enthroned king. And in this is the enthroned queen, the woman, the bride, which is exciting. For a marriage feast, we have to look forward to. Um, and in that is that enthroned queen next to Cepheus. And they are above Ares, the ram, and Taurus, the tenacious, the bull of tenacious faith. So here we go, because with Cetus, Cetus is below these constellations with the paw in the Arindus River, the River of the Dead, and also even concerning the Book of the Dead, it's also referred to as the Egyptian Bible. So it gives you an idea concerning bondage 
in search of that afterlife in trying to find another way. So here we have Cetus below with the feet, front paws on the, uh, in this river, but below, below the lamb, below the ram, the lamb of God, the ram, and with Taurus. Taurus and Aries are um, actually, the ram is pictured more into the side of Taurus, the bowl of tenacious faith. So this says a lot. And when you know the meaning of the stars, the meaning, well, the star meanings and what, how they all go together. And of course, with these star witnesses, with Cassiopeia and Perseus and Cetus, it is holding the devil's head. And as we, um, as I shared on day 11, you know, here we go with the divine human. And Jesus did blaze the way for sure. And in overcoming as a divine human and giving us the opportunity to enter that new life on higher ground in connection with the Father, but to do so with the divine nature, again, with a new heart, a new spirit, and his spirit within us. So it's touching on that divine nature. And as shared in day 11, the major rush, you know, the fallen, the fallen human nature cannot see the Father's face and live. But the divine nature, risen, made in Him, the risen divine nature made in Him, can. And so in that is a process. And of course, He does resist the proud. He gives much, much grace to the humble. And for me to look Him in that eye and to see beyond those surface twins into the depths of love, into the realm of infinity. It was to be beside myself for three days. Um, I'm just letting anyone know who thinks they may think they're gonna just march right in there and do it, fair warning. Uh, he does resist the proud and it is a life-changing experience. Like I said, I was beside myself for three days. Um, up to that time in in being told uh, from the first time I could see in heaven to tread lightly with others where spiritual matters are concerned. I was very much in the habit up to that time to make light of these things and to laugh. I was always laughing. However, those three days I was very somber. Those closer around me, they were concerned for me. They asked me if I was all right. And the only thing I could say is, how much God loves his people. And to see into the depths of love to that degree, but at the same time, it's to understand those surface twins, the anger and the jealousy and what we go through in that process. You know, the head versus the heart and being out of harmony with the need to be balanced. If our head is out of sync, with the issues of the heart, you know, and we may find ourselves in line of his anger, and yet he's ever jealous looking out and protecting the issues of our heart. And so we go through this push and pull, this contraction, until we get in balance, which is very interesting. Um, a few months after this happened, he did 
tell me to look in his eyes again, which I was very hesitant. You know, like I said, I was beside myself for three days and it was just life altering. And I knew no longer, I was no longer like this little child to just curl up in his lap and cry on his shoulder and just sit with him. Um, instead, I felt this inner change within me that elevated me to a whole other level. And I, I just didn't know what to think of it. And so in that, he was letting me know to look him in the eye again. And in this, he showed me things in the future, which he does want me to do one more episode after this concerning the future. But in the future, in looking ahead in the future within himself and to see where he was directing me and how others saw it, I did make the comment to him, your people think these things are demonic. And his comment to that was so, you know, the truth is the truth, whether we believe it or not, doesn't change. Truth is the truth. And the only thing that changes is not believing it, just means it's not a reality in our own life. But there are things up ahead that uh, are unusual. And again, we're in an unusual, extraordinary hour. And it is to also touch on as the head, the head of the body and with us with the need to hold the head, Christ Jesus, Yeshua in Hebrew, the Messiah. It is to hold the head where that belongs. And in that, in day two, I mentioned the divine booster in the backbone being healed. And there has been this process taking place, but it's the same who ascended, 10, same 10 fingers, same 10 toes, that he had here on earth ascending up to heaven also descended into the lower parts of the earth, the lower parts of hell, representing Cetus into the satanic kingdom. And of course, he's without any sins of darkness, you know, complete light. And so here we are in so doing, he gave gifts unto us. You know, the prophecy was fulfilled. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. You know, and when we have times where we're not hearing and those who are in question, if they're not hearing his voice, you know, here we have dreams and visions. He shows us in pictures. And as I shared from the beginning of this, he showed me his hand coming down with a plane, a hand plane, and just clearing off the whole top of that fence, cleaning off the top of that fence. He's drawn that line. It's, you know, one or the other. And again, as it was like the first blog that I posted on realspirituality.net, you know, he did draw that line as I, as he had shown me and had me share concerning things I saw on the eastern, the eastern coast of this country. But in holding the head and giving us gifts, in that is the fivefold ministry, which is the backbone to the corporate body. And in that is the apostle, the prophet, the apostle, or the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, pastor, and teacher. This is part of the backbone. But it doesn't stop there as far as the gifts under the corporate body. And it does list government as one of those gifts. They're in that, in the list of gifts below that. 
but in that with those gifts they are the purpose of those gifts and here we go with because you know in doing the same things as him and even greater because you know anointed to preach good tidings to the peak the meek uh, you know, and to set the captives free, to give beauty for ashes, garments of praise for the spirits of heaviness. You know, and in this, he delegates within his body the different gifts and to work together for the building up of the body, not the tearing down. And again, those who choose to be cold in having make those decisions, they will work against those who are hot and those who choose the ways of life. The line is being drawn. And quite frankly, I'm sitting here without a script, no rehearsal. He told me to get on as he directs me and as he guides me. So I didn't expect to be saying these things. I'm just being honest. And so in the head, it's to build up the body and it's for the maturing, the building up of the body and the maturing unto the full stature of Christ. And in that, as in Cassiopeia, is the woman in on her throne, sitting with Christ in heavenly places. And after, even after he had me look in his eyes again, you know, and again, with the beard and the hair, this was, this was ancient of days, ancient of old. Uh, very old with wrinkles, but very youthful, full of life. And in that was, I want to say this correctly, but in, in the different stages of maturity as we progress, in the different stages of maturity are also the, the progression of challenges. And as we see in this sign, it is Cetus Lefiathan, the sea monster. However, it is knowing the king overcame him, the king of kings and the high priest. These things are overcome. But for us to walk in that authority and as he showed me personally, after looking in his eyes, not knowing I would kneel before him, I felt at a loss not to be able to sit on his lap as a small child, but I wasn't a small child anymore. And in that it was to, to uh, here we go, keep in my mind in harmony with the issues of the heart. And so in that I would kneel before him, sit in the throne room, I waited. And then he had me sit with Christ. You know, and in that he did mention, Jesus did mention to Peter concerning the regeneration, that in the time of the regeneration, Peter would judge uh, the 12 tribes of Israel. And how interesting, because we're talking about a man that even denied him three times before the rooster crowed. And to, um, to be as in judging the 12 tribes of Israel, but understanding that human nature, you know, and the harmony, the balance for us to, as we grow to understand the divine within us by his spirit and to keep that balance. And he would have me stop it right there. We're good. As I said, he wants me to, he had asked me to do another episode and touch on the future. 
you know, here we have the standards within the standard. Though the enemy may come in like a flood, the spirit does set up a standard against him. And in this were the 12 standards. And he would have me touch a little bit on the tribes and how that affects us today and in the future. So with that, to be continued with summary of the future and as always, healing and health in the name of Jesus, his miracle working power. Have a great rest of the day. Have a glorious week. We'll catch you then. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. A warm welcome to those who tune in and listen. And quite frankly, the last time and finishing up day 12, I was surprised to say concerning summary with the future. So I've been spending a lot of time in console concerning this and of course haven't been on another week. And it, very interesting what he would have me bring up, you know, because in summary and bringing up the future is to touch on the present. And even with the world, the conditions of the world today, I mentioned this before, it would be so much worse if it wasn't for the divine revel divine intervention by the hand of God. It would truly be worse. And so we need to stop and consider these things. And even in touching on the present, you know, going over the 12 days of Christmas, it actually, and there's a couple things I need, I stand corrected on that I do need to uh, bring up. Uh, concerning what I shared on day 12, uh, concerning what I saw as far as the carpenter's tool, the planer, and scraping off all those fence sitters off the top of the fence. For some reason, I was thinking we we're in the month of March. It was April, and now we're in May. <laughs> so, correction, it wasn't March. It was April 28th when I was shown this, and then the following Monday when the breaking news came forth concerning the reporter. And... Um, which is great news. He found a different platform and there we go. So being resourceful and a lot of us are. One thing he would have me, okay. Um, I also stand corrected on, it's actually written in Isaiah when, when the enemy comes in like a flood, then the spirit, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And so this will be addressed present and future when, when the enemy comes in like a flood. And I've shared this as far as a vision unlike another, uh, which is also on YouTube. It's also on the blog at the website, realspirituality.net. Um, but concerning more recently and concerning the present in the spirit realm, there is that lower spirit realm and there's the higher spirit realm. And the things he brings me to see and share is in confirmation what others may only sense. Not everybody is able to see. Not everyone has um, conditioned their spirit in that way to be able to see. And it is to keep the emotions, your own personal feelings out of the way they endanger one's vision when we let our own personal feelings get in the way. So with that said, the things he brings me to see and share is in confirmation 
to what is spiritually known on the inside, whether others may sense. And of course, we know, we sense there's a lot of things going wrong right now. In the day, we're in a world that would dare call good evil and evil good. And so with that, he has me oversee the corporate body, meaning the body of Christ, the corporate body here on earth, his bride, and um, also referred to as the daughter of Sion. So there's different references here, but I had shared when I first saw, when he first showed me the body laid out flat on the earth, it was on lower ground, uh, definitely not in new life on higher ground, and it was flattened on its back. More recently, he has shown me, um, I shared as far as the healing into the backbone, going through that backbone of the fivefold ministry and being part of that backbone. And it, he surprised me in showing me the corporate body these days. He has me uh, checking in and doing vitals. And, and of course, it's all with intercession, the art of intercession with perfect prayers. Not something to scorn on for sure. Some have, which is a shame. But in this, more recently, he showed me the corporate body not laid out on flat on the back on the globe, but in traction. It's very unusual what he showed me. And of course, here we are. We're in an unusual, extraordinary hour. And so here we have the corporate body. It's in traction. It's suspended in the air. And of course, with the need to be on higher ground and to be more in the higher spirit plane. You know, the lower spirit plane is more focused on the natural and what we feel, what we think in the natural and without that depth in spirit. But then there's the higher spirit plane. And so I saw the body literally in traction with all four limbs out, suspended in air on higher ground. And what I'm told where that's concerned is while that healing takes place in the backbone, in the main offices of uh, the fivefold ministry, there are realignments going on. Those who are not planted by the Father will be removed. There's no nicer way to say it. They will be removed. And for good reason. And at the same time, so as not to cause pressure to the rest of the body, the different alignments that are taking place. And which I find very interesting being out in traction, it's literally feeling light, free, uh, without that pressure, without the pressure from the other parts. Another thing you'd have me bring up, you know, concerning when we enter into new life, we become a part of his body. And no one in that body has any right or would be foolish to even consider telling other parts that they are not part of the body. You know, um, it's foolish for the body to say they have no foot, no need of their foot or no need of their hand or no need to feel. Consider all the different parts of our own natural body and how that compares to the corporate body and wholeness. 
and being apart and again holding the head. So concerning lifting up the standard and in this was the standards within the standards. And so what he would have me address today for the present is what he has done, what God has done, Father of Spirits, the consuming fire, what he has done already, what he is doing, and what he always will be doing. And to be sensitive to the work of his hand. And truly, it's a marvel considering the meaning of these consolations as they were given for banners to the 12 tribes of Israel. This is, not only is he given us a foundation to work with, but it is with an outline. Um, we're in a world that uh, could be so much worse. But in that, he was letting me know, and with the need to share it here, there are some that have really lost touch with the basics and where there are others that don't know what the basics are at all. And so in sharing what he had me share, the first-hand account, which I I was surprised that he would have me do it, but there's so much meaning in it. I was going to go right into the constellations themselves as they relate to the tribes with the figures. And instead, it was to give that first-hand account and being the spirit from God, the consuming fire, from God himself. And in that cross, those runways of light and to go through. Um, those who are unfamiliar, I've had a couple of people call me, reach out, and say they're not familiar with these figures uh, unfortunately, there have been a lot of camps, you know, Christian camps. They think it's all astrology. And yet, here we go. The enemy, he, can, he cannot create. He will twist. He will pervert. He will pollute, corrupt everything God has made, and yet take credit for it in a different way. Even King David is uh, was written in one of the Psalms here. Um saying that the other countries take their signs, their banners, and claim them as their own. So for those who are unfamiliar, this is something I put together in 2000. I was made a presentation in a business class in college. And so I'll show it here for those who are unfamiliar, and hopefully I can show it up enough where it shows so these are the figures, the basic figures, the major constellations in the cross, the runway of lights. And so in that we have the pathway of faith and the pathway of glory. And so in the pathway of faith, here we go with an outline in the basics. You know, in the pathway of faith, it starts with to get into higher ground. It is through Virgo, the fair maiden of the harvest. Here we go with the tribe of Zebulon and with the star man of fire, who's he clearly said he is the door. No one comes to the Father except through him. And to try to come in any other way is the way of a thief. And I don't think anybody wants to really be considered a thief. That and there's no honor among thieves. But, you know, in the basics, to have that birth, that new life on higher ground, to connect with God. 
Then it is to remember the next sign, mercy. I'm just going to go over it real quick. General, basic. Um, the next sign, being in the tribe of Ezekar, the starry crab of cancer, mercy seat. You know, his loving kindness, his loving commitment to us who believe in him, to those who dare trust him. You know, and then we have the next sign, the lion with the lion of Judah. And amazing grace, his divine, his divine power and direct influence at work and within and through us as he did through Jesus. And then we have the scales of justice in Libra, you know, and finding that balance to have the balance. The ministry of reconciliation is to have that real relationship with God, the Father of lights. In balanced harmony again, RE means again. And so when we come here on this earth, we are reestablishing that relationship with Him again. But again, Jesus did say, as far as even dealing with the religious leaders during His time, don't say that you're of Abraham, for God the Father, He can make more children to Abraham out of these stones. And in so doing, it is written in Ezekiel, in giving us a new heart, new spirit, and his spirit within us, that he will take the stony heart and replace it with a human heart. A lot of different things going on. And then from Liber is the Taurus, the bowl of tenacious faith from Joseph and his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, these long horns, and Ephraim, I'm sorry. And in that are the two-leaved gates. And there is a lot of symbolism in that. And then, of course, with Benjamin, the union, the oneness with the Father. And, of course, in that ministry of reconciliation, in having established that relationship, a real relationship, with the Father again. And even Jesus, though he were a son, Yet he learned obedience. He cooperated with the Holy Spirit as a man, as the son of Adam. And in that humanness, directed with the divine. And he, in fulfilling that, as the Father led him by the Spirit of himself. And then, of course, we go into the pathway of glory. We have um, the tribe of Naphtali with Capricorn, the seagoat the scapegoat and in that letting uh, hind let loose and actually in the scripture he does say he takes those sins of darkness and throws them behind his back you know and we all end up doing the very thing we thought we would never do and to fix it so we can go on he would have us fix it and go on but we need to take the time to fix it and with the right priorities in keeping him first and taking his counsel. And so in the next sign, we have uh, the tribe of Asher with Sagittarius. Here we have the dual-natured archer, you know, part man, part horse. And I'll show this again, I'm sorry. And in that, we have the archer and divine nature. And the arrow piercing the hearts. And then in 
Dan, the tribe of Dan is Scorpio, the adder in the way. And in that we have the greatest sting operation it ever. You know, despite what it looked like in the natural, yes, violent and brutal, it wasn't complete without the spiritual going into the lower depths of the earth, the lower depths of hell. And so uh, when I put this together, I kept doing it like a Christian cross. I just want to let you guys know. Um, the scales should be more up towards the bowl with the need for a circle in the middle. Um, like I said, I kept trying to do it like a Christian cross. It's what we most of us tend to believe, what we've been taught and conditioned to believe, and yet it's not what I saw. So in going on is uh, from the tribe of Reuben, Aquarius, the outpouring of living waters. And in this, yes, your sons and daughters, they will prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. As we see in the next tribe, Simeon with the fish, Pisces. And with uh, the wisdom unchained, and to receive, to receive the living waters, to receive the Holy Ghost. And in the next sign is the tribe of Gad with Aries, the head, the head of the body, the head of his assembly. Um, real quick, he did want me to say here, uh, there was something he showed me concerning the church. We talk on, in mentioning the living waters, he had shown me, it was a couple years ago. He had shown me the condition of the church. And of course, in this is the process, the art of intercession in interceding concerning the conditions of the church, his assembly. And in that, I did see the assembly with no walls, absolutely no walls. And with the hand of God up in the air with a bucket of water, and he poured that water. Here we go with the living waters. He poured that bucket of living waters over the very foundation of his assembly, his church. And again, you know, the rock, to build our house upon the rock by divine revelation from the Father. And he is no respecter of persons. Uh, he is not judging on the outside. He knows the hearts of his people. He knows our thoughts before we do. And so those things without walls, they're not, they have not been. What has been built up before then was not in spirit and truth. And again, Jesus said, the Father looks for those who will worship him in spirit and truth. It's in spirit and truth, in the spirit, not just truth, and it's not just in the natural, it is on higher ground, and to worship, to kiss, to actually be in real relationship, not religion, to be personal and up close. And he gives all these things available to us. But in that, with the living waters, buckets of living waters five times on that foundation, and what he had shown me at that time with no walls were four pillars. These are four basic corners, as you would say. Um, and specifically, I personally, I know them as Abraham, Moses, King David, and Jesus, the chief cornerstone. But it is what they also represent. 
is God's spoken word, the Father's spoken word, his written word. And here we have the covenant of sure mercies and Jesus being the living word of God in the flesh. And as he is, so are we given to be in this world. And it's truly amazing. Um, in getting to the present today, it is to touch on there are many things. I, here we go with an outline touching basically on the tribes and the meaning of these constellations. Truly a marvel what he has brought to pass, what has already come to pass, what is coming to pass now, and what will continue to pass. Um, even concerning the future is the new Jerusalem with the 12 gates and the 12 the 12 foundations, the 12 gates, and even the tree of life with 12 manners of fruit. You know, in the beginning, he said, let there be light. He spoke it, you know, light be and light was. And so what we experience even in the here and now is a result of his word. It was all framed by his word, by the spoken word by his spoken word and then to be written and then to have Christ come, Jesus come as the living word, as our primary example. Yes, as Lord and Savior, but as our primary example, as our big brother, you know, and it's to remember that relationship. Um, he had just shown me something concerning the prayer I had shared there's a couple of things I had shared as far as seeing in the Father's eyes into the realm of infinity. And it's not to forget the surface twins. There are those out of line, rebel, lying children, as in Israel in the Old Testament times, that didn't seek God's counsel, that didn't take his covering. So they may add sin to sin, darkness to darkness. However, in receiving his counsel, seeking his only, and to be covered by his spirit is to add light to light. And it is a never-ending journey into the realm of infinity. And in seeing into that realm of infinity, I had shared seeing the things up ahead. And the Lord Jesus is blazing a new trail. Blazing a new trail in the realm of infinity. This is in God himself. In the Father himself. And... And of course, I had shared, you know, when I saw these things coming in the future, this was in 1995, when I saw those things pertaining to the future, I did make the comment then, your people think these things are demonic. In which case he answered, so? Because what we do or don't believe doesn't change the truth. And so what we have now is Jesus blazing a new trail. And it's spiritual, in spirit and truth. It's in the Father himself. But there will be those that will think it's demonic. Here we go, calling good evil and evil good. It even happens in the church. And so with that is to, uh, to explain, there is a breakthrough coming. There's a great tsunami coming. 
And this is not political, it's not red, it's not blue. This is a spiritual tsunami that is coming. And here we go, you know, as shared with the scripture, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit will set up a standard against him. And in that is to go over these standards and the standard, the standard with the standards within that standard and concerning the future even with the daughter of Zion and for the mountain of Zion it is saying <clears throat> there are prophecies foretelling the uh, setting up the banner and in which case we have the banner with 12 banners the 12 tribes and to consider the hand of God in all these things and how he placed them in the night sky and for signs and seasons and for days and years and what has all unfolded through that time and we are history in the making today getting to the tsunami it is with warning that there are it's like there's a riptide that that is coming now remember the body is suspended right now in traction no pressure things are being realigned and with the need to touch on the basics go over the basics and again I will put this together in a book and okay I was checking if need be I will be making an announcement soon and we'll let others know more about this but it is with warning of a riptide a current that goes contrary to what he's doing. And in that riptide is a uh, red tide. For those who are familiar with them, you know, on the coastal lands, they have, it, it happens every now and then, a red tide will come in and it's toxic. It's pollutant, it's, it, it will burn the nostrils, burn the eyes, and it cause, it kills the fish in the water, where it comes through in the water. And this is, of course not not living waters this is troubled waters and it is to here we go with the need to exercise discernment using our spirit senses and beware because as we are going into this new path it is for those who already know the basics and not to lose touch you know as we advance it's not to lose touch of those basics so it is with warning concerning the red tide the riptide the current going contrary and with the toxins the pollutants and it is not to uh this is warning for those who are more familiar with ways of in the new age this is not to reinvent spirituality. This is to regenerate. Regenerate. Again, Jesus said, God the Father is a spirit looking for those who will worship, who will be personal, close with him in spirit and truth. And so this is spiritual. It's an awakening. It's an awareness. But again, to regenerate with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit not by the power and might of any man or woman, not by the power of any race or culture, any religion for that matter, but by his spirit, by the very spirit of God himself, the consuming fire. And another reason for those who are in the corporate body being suspended, the ground itself, 
has, um, how can I explain, like a brush fire across the earth, spiritually speaking. There is a fire going across that land. And again, again, the fence sitters, those old enough to make those decisions, and they have it, you know, waiting for the popular trends and where most people uh, tend to favor. You know, this is about what God is doing. What he has done, is doing, and always will be. And so, I'm checking. Um, I'm touching at it. Here we go with the basics. I'm not going into too much detail right now. Uh, there will be an opportunity soon where this will be set up where there can be interaction, open interaction in real discussion. Because even now, Facebook has changed things and I can't even, it's not even shown if anyone comes online and what have you. It was even hard for me to get on today through Facebook in the group and to open up the live, the live video. So with that, um, okay, I will stop it there. And again, you know, peace, to be at peace. This is the big thing to be at peace, his peace that he gives us. And he just gave me something. I need to speak up a warning. You know, in the constellations, it was brought up as far as the arrow piercing the hearts. And he does convict us in that way in piercing the hearts. And it's not to abuse that against others. At the same time, it is to understand spiritual warfare with the sword. It is his spoken word, his written word. And as the living word of God in the flesh, as Jesus says, so are we in this world, and it is to hold the head. But in that is the double-edged sword. It's not by his written word alone. This is a double-edged sword. It's by his spoken word and his written word. And it is to be used skillfully. Those who kill by the sword will die by the sword. This is used to separate the spirit from the soul, to separate, you know, the soul being the mind. And um, what we feel and think in our head and the choice of our will in our head and separating that from the spirit and to do so, you know, as far as healing those things, the matters of the head, to harmonize it with the issues of the heart. It is to be skillful with that and definitely not careless. Just some points concerning those with a riptide, those with a red tide, beware of those things. Again, it's not to reinvent spirituality. It is our own awareness as spirit beings housed in human flesh and to be in spirit and truth. And he just reminded me of something. Concerning the art of intercession, because of the corporate body and with concerns, different things he's shown me concerning the corporate body and the process things have been going through. Um, you know, when he, uh, some years ago, he showed me the body and he said, it was before I even started the life, the weekly live streams and he was showing me the body he says what do you see and 
you know and what I saw was the heart was so weak now this is the corporate body as one the bot the heart itself was weak the spirit was shot and in that he said yes and the head is sick so it was in that process of intercession and again with the need for perfect prayers from the father himself we are given that opportunity by the holy spirit and it was to allow him to pray through me and for the corporate body and in that concerning the assembly and again I, uh, there are no walls what's in spirit and truth it's built up in spirit and truth. We are also called living stones. And so it is a, not building that wall if it's not in spirit and truth. It needs to be in full substance. And so in that, in praying for the assembly of the church, what I saw, he, he brought me in the spirit in a circle with other intercessors. And wherever they may be on this earth. We were all together in a circle, and as we interceded, it caused a wall of fire around the head of the church, what the assembly had been doing, what was the center point, the priority. And unfortunately, in the middle was a pentagram. Um, it was the sign in worship to the father of lies, not the father of lights. And so in that process of intercession, it was allowing God the consuming fire to build that wall of fire and to wipe out any worship in that center, that head to the father of lies. And so in that is more warning, you know, to consider discernment. Is this truly from the father of lights or is it from the father of lies? And he just brought something else to mind. You know, up to this time in the present has been altered nature, altered truth. And as we saw in these standards, even they have been twisted. Instead of a full cross, and again, I'll show it. Instead of a full cross, as it was designed, as, as God the Father of Lights designed it, in and excuse my nails, I've been gardening. I just realized that's showing up on the screen. But instead of the cross being straight, um, in through time, they've been crooked. And in that is altered nature, altered nature, altered truth. It's twisting those things. And as shared, the wolves, you know, in sheep's clothing, teaching the knowledge of good and evil. And even with the first sign, Virgo, the fair maiden of the harvest, virgin birth, the seed, the word of God, solitary seed, the star man of fire, you know, and even he said, you must be born again. Don't be surprised. You must be born again to enter and see into the kingdom of heaven. And unfortunately, that's been taught as entering into heaven once we die. Do your time here on earth, but make sure you have your one-way ticket home. And that's not what he said. It is to enjoy and enter into heaven, to see and enter into heaven in the here and now. And so these are, that's just one example how the cross has been twisted. And again, he's no respecter of persons. You know, um, there's different people have been speaking up lately concerning what will Jesus be like when he returns? 
But even when during his ministry here on earth, he was prudent. He, he wasn't a wuss, I'll just say that straight out. He was very prudent, in meaning he did not judge based on appearances. And to perceive person's thoughts, to perceive where they were at in their heart. And he healed the poor, the sick, and it was a ministry of healing and health. Those things are not to be taken lightly. And again, as in shown with the, the adder in the way, you know, biggest sting operation ever. It was the only way he could get into hell and get those keys, the keys of hell and death, and to rent that veil into the Father, renting that veil into that separated us from the Father, you know, and no more. And again, the things of darkness, we come up straight up, straight forward with him on it. Be honest, he throws it over his shoulder. It's a done deal, but it is for Christ's sake. And so with that, there we go. And then he said, good enough. Okay, we're good. Again, if anyone has questions, comments, be sure to reach out. Not a problem. And... If I may ask anyone in the group, okay, never mind. I will put a notice in the group for that. But on that healing and health, always in the name of Jesus, his miracle working power, just awesome. Have a good one.